It's Thanksgiving week, and that means Thanksgiving side dishes. Stuffing, mashed potatoes, green bean casserole, and maybe even that cranberry sauce that's shaped like the can it arrived in. Delicious. We asked two Catskills chefs to share one of their Thanksgiving sides with us and joined them in the kitchen to experience the process of preparing and cooking in real time. Grab a pen and a recipe card so you can add these two dishes to your Thanksgiving file. And if you'd rather not cook anything at all, both restaurants in this story warmly accept Thanksgiving reservations. Cat's Cast is sponsored by the Mountain Eagle, covering Delaware, Green, and Schoharie counties, including brands for local regions like the Wyndham Weekly, Schoharie News, and Catskills Chronicle. For more information, call 518-763-6854 or email mountaineaglenews at gmail.com. This episode is brought to you by Ulster Savings Bank, with locations throughout the Mid-Hudson Valley, including right here in Phoenicia and Woodstock. Call 866-440-0391 or visit them at ulstersavings.com. Member FDIC, equal housing lender. The Deer Mountain Inn sits on 168 wooded acres in Greene County's Tannersville, New York. Chef Corwin Cave uses local and seasonal ingredients in the dishes served in Deer Mountain Inn's arts and crafts style dining room. He invited us to his kitchen to showcase his charred broccoli de chico with preserved lemon aioli and crispy garlic. My name is Corwin Cave and I am the chef at the Deer Mountain Inn in Tannersville, New York. I've been here a little over two years now. Deer Mountain Inn has a lot of history. I came up here kind of you know, after the heat of the pandemic, basically when things started to die down a little bit. And the restaurant is kind of moving towards this like kind of new American cuisine. Uh, we try to keep it casual, but elegant. And there's about 60 seats inside. And during the summertime, when it's nice outside, we get, you know, an additional six or seven tables out on the porch as well. Is it open to the public in addition to the guests who stay here? Yes, we are uh, open for dinner service uh, Wednesday through Sunday. We do breakfast service for in-guests, but the dinner service is open uh, to everybody. Our service hours right now are five to nine. We open up the bar a little bit earlier on weekends, and in the wintertime we do like an après ski where people can come you know, after skiing a little bit in the late afternoon, have some snacks and things by the fire. Are you open for Thanksgiving? No, we are very open for Thanksgiving, yes. Thanksgiving is actually one of the busiest days of the year for us. Um, in fact, the whole week is fairly busy. A lot of people come up and they spend the whole week up here. We do kind of a traditional spread. It's all for the table. We feel like it's, you know, the best representation that we could do for Thanksgiving to make people feel almost like they're at home when they're not at home. All of the food that we do, again, kind of leads in a traditional sense. This year we've got a bit of a bread service and then like an autumnal salad. Uh, it has a lot of like cheese and nuts and pear in it. Uh, we do a few different vegetable sides, and then we do um, turkeys from Snowdance Farms. And we like braise all the thigh meat and everything. We smoke the turkey breast, and we make this big platter out of it. There's dressing and uh, cranberry sauce and gravy, mashed potatoes, kind of all that classic stuff. So one of the sides that we're doing this year is, um, I buy this product that's called Broccoli de Chico. It's like a very particular type of broccoli. I mean, I order it through a wholesale company, but broccolini, 
Broccoli Rob, those are all very readily available. And I think the closest representation is broccolini. It's probably just like a little bit longer, but you can do the same thing. You can cut the top portion of it off or split it in half or something, it'll be the same. We make a sauce here that I enjoy very much. It's very easy to replicate at home. Um, it's essentially like a preserved lemon mayonnaise. Uh, it's really zippy and bright. It goes really well with just about everything. Uh, we used to serve it with fried potatoes or roasted chicken. So I wanted to take that sauce and just do like a simple broccoli dish. So we're gonna just roast the broccoli to Chico in the oven and then plate it on top of the preserved lemon sauce and it gets some fried garlic as a garnish. Um, so there's not too many components. The broccoli itself, we just start raw. If you're using whole broccoli, I'd recommend cutting it into like smaller florets just to make the roasting part easier. For things like broccoli to Chico, you can keep it mostly whole. I'm just gonna dress it with some olive oil and like a little pinch of salt. And I'm gonna rock it in the oven, pretty high heat. Um, if you're at home, something like 400, 450 uh, makes the most sense. And uh, it should take like, depending on your oven, you know, anywhere from 10 to 15 minutes to get tender and roasted. So we're roasting the oven right now. In the meantime, I'm gonna to mix together the sauce. What we do here, and um, I think it's really nice for home cooks as well, is you know, don't shy away from just buying a mayonnaise. We buy Kewpie, which is like a Japanese mayonnaise, which has like a lot of kind of like sweeter flavors and richer flavors to it. It's also really dense. Other mayonnaises like Dukes or other like really like heavy mayonnaises, I think are really nice because we're gonna add other ingredients to it. They're gonna thin it out a little bit. So I'm gonna take about, that's uh, about a cup and a half of our Kewpie and just put it into a mixing bowl. And then to that, I'm gonna grate one clove of garlic. And it's kind of like a medium sized clove of garlic. Just take like a little microplane or if you want, you can hand chop it. Or if you've got one of those garlic presses, you can push it through a garlic press. And then I've got uh, some rice wine vinegar. And you can really use any vinegar. Any kind of white wine vinegar is also fine or a cider vinegar. This is about 120 grams that I'm gonna pour in here. All right, I'm gonna add just a pinch of salt to season it. And then I've got uh, preserved lemon puree. So preserved lemon puree is gonna be maybe a little bit harder to find, but it's really not that hard nowadays. Essentially what it is, is you take whole lemons and they get buried in salt or a salt and sugar and spice solution for multiple months. And what happens is the salt kind of eats into the outside of the lemon, uh, usually makes some cuts in it so it gets into the inside of the fruit and the whole thing gets preserved and it will really last forever at that point. The whole lemon itself, you don't want to puree, you're really just looking for the skin. We make some here in house, uh, but for people that you know don't want to wait three to four months for their lemons to be done. You can also buy it. Um, they basically come in jars and brine. You take the uh, lemon out and you take the skin kind of off the inside. It's, it falls apart basically in your hands. And then I just puree in the blender all the skins. So this is 75 grams of the uh, pureed lemon. I'm just gonna add it to the mix here. And it's a really cool trick. It like really livens up your mayonnaise. It's a really nice thing to have around in general. I think it's really good to have in your pantry. And then you could buy a jar of it and it could really last you a long time. They're also really nice if you just cut up the skin into pieces, you could add it to salads. Um, it's really good on top of like raw fish dishes and things like that. So you really just want to mix everything together until it's smooth. And that's it, it's as easy as that.
the taste. Very good. Alright, so broccoli's just coming out of the oven right now. You can hear it's really sizzling and crispy. It's a nice moment to maybe add a little touch of salt to it. It's nice to season things while they're a little hot. So you kind of just put a little bit of salt on the top. And then the only other garnish I put on it is fried garlic. And you know, this is something that we make here. Um, it's really as simple as just cooking chopped garlic and oil until it's crispy. And you can also buy it again very easily. There's things like fried shallots and fried garlic you can buy pretty readily nowadays. Also, I think it's just a great pantry staple. If you're cooking up some rice, fried rice, or you know, uh, some simple salads or something, a little sprinkle of fried garlic I think is really lovely. So here we're just gonna plate it up. So I'm gonna start just by putting some of the mayonnaise down on the plate. And a little bit goes a long way. I'm just gonna kind of spread it out a little bit. And then I'm just gonna add some broccoli on top. And it's nice, you get some crispy bits and some less cooked bits. You get really cool textures out of it. And everybody loves charred broccoli in my opinion. It's nice to like add a touch of olive oil on top, it makes it a little shiny. And I'm gonna finish it just with a sprinkle of this like fried garlic, which is really crunchy. It's not extra sharp garlicky. It gets kind of sweet from the frying and roasting process. And that's it. Beautiful. Broccoli de Chico, preserved lemon mayonnaise, and fried garlic. You make it look really easy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, it is easy. It's also, you know, it's easy when you're in a commercial kitchen, yeah. but um, it is also nice to do at home. What's your favorite side when you have Thanksgiving at home? Oh, I feel like potatoes always steal the show. Um, we're like fortunate to work with a lot of great local purveyors here and we get beautiful like these fresh like golden organic potatoes that we get locally. And to, this year we're going to do a mashed potato with just some scallion and buttermilk which is exceptional. Um, and I feel like that's the type of thing I always like to do at home. That was really the inspiration for doing this food here was you know, I don't know, you think like, well, what should I do for this holiday? It's so traditional, you know, I don't want to do all this out-of-the-box thinking necessarily. You want people to feel comfortable. So I wanted to think about the things that I eat at home um, and really just bring that to the restaurant. So, yeah, I think it's the potatoes. And then the other thing for me is always the stuffing. Um, we don't stuff the birds here themselves just because it would just be a tremendous feat to cook all that turkey with stuffing. But uh, we make a dressing on the side that is extremely delicious. So that's... I think those two are really, it's always the sides for me. <laughs> do I get to try a little piece of this? Of course, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. please get in it. I'll do so as well. A lot of flavor and it's really fresh. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's really zippy, really easy. Um, you know, you gotta eat your greens too, so yeah. <laughs> it's a good moment to do so. Great, I love it. It's great, right? Yeah. Yeah. That crunchy garlic home. is really. Yeah, the garlic really, really sells it, I think. Probably adds a nice touch to a lot of sides, that, that garlic. Yeah, it's our, kind of like a secret seasoning for us. After the break, join us at Big Indian's Peekamoose Restaurant and Tap Room for a sweet potato side with Chef Devin Mills. Cat's Cast is sponsored by Briars and Brambles Books, the go-to independent book and gift store in the Catskills. Located in Wyndham, New York, right next to the pharmacy, just steps away from the Wyndham Path. Open daily. For more information, visit briarsandbramblesbooks.com or call 518-750-8599. And by the 52-mile Catskill Mountains Scenic Byway, 
following New York State Route 28 through the heart of the Central Catskills. For maps, itineraries, and links to area restaurants, shops, and accommodations, visit scenickatskills.com. If you'd like to help support this podcast, please give us a rating on your podcast app, tell your friends about us, and sign up for our newsletter at catscast.com. At the western edge of Ulster County, Big Indian New York is home to Picamoose Restaurant and Tap Room, where proprietors Mary Beth and Devin Mills have been serving up memorable meals for two decades. I've known Chef Devin Mills for many years, and his sense of humor is as dry as a Cabernet Sauvignon. So keep that in mind, as he whips up a sweet potato gratin, excuse my French, in his busy kitchen. My name is Devin Mills. We're at the Picamoose Restaurant. Uh, Give me a little history of your work in this place. Yeah, I'm, I'm terrible with uh, dates, and I just know I've been here a long time. I think we're in our 20th year. What was your experience in kitchens before you started the Picamoose? So that goes back farther than uh, 20 years, obviously. Uh, yeah, I mean, if you do all the math, I must be uh, 65 years old by now. Uh, started as a dishwasher, became a cook, went to culinary school, cooked some more, opened a restaurant and continued to cook. And you would think I'd be good at it by now, but it's, it's weird. It's, uh, maybe it's just not a passion of mine. Well, I can't wait for Meribeth to hear this interview. It's gonna be amazing. <laughs> I'm just gonna let it run. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I usually edit, this one's gonna be raw. This is just, yeah, this is going. Did you watch that story? Uh, no, I never wash the vegetables. I don't like to get rid of the, um, I want it's all about the earth that they came from. The terroir. I, the terroir. I want everyone to taste it. He did wash the celery, and then we tried to get back on track. Are you able to get most of your ingredients locally? Yeah. Yeah, we work with a decent amount of farms, and it makes life easier. It's, most restaurants in the city get their stuff from up here anyway. And we're right here. We're right in the middle of it. For our side, we are going to make a sweet potato gratin. We're gonna cook our sweet potatoes in cream. We'll put in some secret spices that we will disclose for this special occasion. And uh, in addition to our basic salt and pepper. Are these sweet potatoes or yams? These are sweet potatoes. What's I know, the, the, the the, please don't ask. You don't know. No, I, I'm not a, or you don't wanna tell I'm me. Not a, I'm not a yam spurt. Sweet potato peeling in real time I much prefer watching than doing it. I hate peeling, uh, peeling vegetables, yeah. Okay, so we're just gonna do that. Then I'm going to take a mandolin and I'm gonna play a song for you. Slice these on the mandolin. Right into the pot. Right into the pot. Just cover with cream. Heavy cream. Heavy cream, yes, heavy cream, the heaviest. We're going to cook this in the cream until the potato is tender, and then we're going to scoop it up, put it onto a sheet tray lined with parchment paper, and we're going to put it in the oven to kind of brown it on top to gratinate. But I'm going to add some seasoning to this. Salt. Uh, I would like to put, to put some thyme in there. But that's pepper. That's pepper, and we're going to put some thyme, uh, coriander, ginger. Now for home cooks who like to measure things. I, I have a teaspoon of each. When you become professional, they take away your spoons. <laughs> you want to bring it up to a simmer, then turn it down. You don't want it to boil, because your potatoes will stick to the bottom of the pan, your cream will burn, it'll just be ugly, it'll be a mess. 
you'll ruin Thanksgiving. Grandma's not coming back next year. We're going to make it right. Even I know never to boil cream. Never. Don't boil cream. I don't know why, but I never do. It escapes the pot. It just right out. Just got just to taste the seasoning. I'm going to grab a, a spoon. A little slurping action you can get here. Oh, thank you. Yes. Hoping this part would happen. Oh, now, wow. it's going to be salty at this point because yeah. it's just the cream. We're not using all that cream. Holiday spiced. Yeah, and that's a, yeah. it's going to be like a pumpkin pie. Yeah. So at this point, you'd want a slotted spoon. Because you don't want all of this cream. You're not going to use all of it. I mean, this, this cream could be used in something else if you want. Uh, so we're just going to... We're going to just take it out, you know, be as gentle as possible because the potatoes are fully cooked and they are they're tender, so they're just going to break up. You, I mean, the goal is to have as many nice full pieces on top. This looks fantastic and it looks doable. Oh, it's easy. It's just, I mean, the alternative is to, you know, cook the potatoes whole and just kind of make this cream on the side with your flavor. Put it in your oven at like 400, 425. And it's like 15 to 20 minutes in the oven and just to get brown on top. There, and then you would just put that right onto your your table. Why did I think cheese was gonna go on it? I don't know. Oh, for uh, gratin, maybe you would yeah. think of cheese? Is that yeah. au gratin? Au gratin? Is different from gratin. It's, it's all the same. It's, it's the accent, it's just like a... Oh, so what does that mean? What? Gr gratin. It's brown on top. Throw some of our herbs on there. This this herb mix has uh, tarragon chives, chervil, parsley, and that's it. You know that that would be nice with on your plate with your cranberry sauce mixed in and your Brussels sprouts, your mashed potatoes. It's delicious. I love oh, good. It. Yeah. So, what will you be serving for Thanksgiving here at the restaurant? Uh, definitely not these potatoes. They're too labor-intensive. <laughs> uh, turkey, for sure. Mashed potatoes, mashed turnips, Brussels sprouts, cranberry sauce, gravy. For Thanksgiving, it, does everybody get this dish? Or you have the... No, well, we also we, we offer, um, for the people that don't want turkey, we offer a, a fish. We offer a veg plate, which is the veg plate. It'll be like roasted honey nut squash, a lot of the vegetables that are involved in the, the turkey dinner. Uh, we just do a vegan version of it. And um, we'll do a porchetta. Pork loin wrapped in the belly, roasted, nice crispy hard skin for the black sheep of the family. What do you mean you're not having a turkey? Everybody has turkey. Many thanks to Devin Mills at the Picamoose Restaurant and Tap Room and to Corwin Cave at the Deer Mountain Inn. For an ingredients list, plus a Thanksgiving recipe from my own family archive, click on the show notes. Special thanks to the Nicholas J. Juried Family Foundation for a generous grant to this show. And a very happy birthday to Nick Juried, who just turned 94. Cat's Cast is a bi-weekly production of Silver Hollow Audio. I'm Brett Barry. Happy Thanksgiving, and we'll talk again in December. Thank you.